lately I've been releasing a lot of podcasts on emotion and difficulty and mental health, and you guys have been loving it. I've been getting so many messages on Instagram going, sis, I can totally resonate with what you wrote and what you said. Can you please do more of that and even more some solutions? And I'm like, yes, we're about to dive into those. So excited. So in October, we are doing all of that. We're going straight into like stress, mental health, overwhelm, and how it's affecting your life and what you can do to self-heal. And then when we go into November, we're going to go even deeper into like how sometimes we're not loving ourselves. We don't have confidence. We're struggling with that. You know, the people pleasing, all the stuff that we do because we don't value ourselves as a woman. And these things go hand in hand. That's why we're covering both. Because first we want to create some awareness around the emotions, the physical, the psychological, and what's going on. And then when we get to the love and stuff, we can refer back to it and go, remember that this is connected. And so very excited. Look forward to so much of this coming up entirely in fall. But today let's get into the eight things you can do to improve your mental health. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you every week on topics that you love and request. And you guys have been absolutely loving everything that we are doing related to mental health and self-awareness. And it is just going to keep going. And today we're going to talk about exactly what you can do to improve your mental health. And you're going to walk away with some solutions. It's going to be just the sun busting through the clouds and giving you a ray of hope on what you can do no matter what you're going through. We're excited to dive in. Just a reminder, we have been doing the book club. A lot of you guys were really excited. We actually are just closing the doors today. I think it was the last day. Um, Yesterday was the first session that we did and very, very excited. Love always when I meet a new cohort of women that come in. Love it. We're doing Don't Be Sad by Aydal Qarni. There might be a chance if you're listening to this that you can still get in. It's totally free, 100%. And you're with me live for six weeks where we just go into like me meet it's like sisters from everywhere malaysia indonesia uk canada nigeria mali mexico us it's just so good it's just like you never see these many women internationally in the same room talking about the same thing and just gushing into topics that they themselves are struggling with and women connecting like, yes, I'm not the only one. So if you want to be a part of that, definitely be with us in this huge international sisterhood in the book club and get excited. And the other thing is, like I said, we're going to be having, um, this is like 95% sure. Um, Ustad Yahya Rabbi, um, beautiful, beautiful Qari and um, just the most inspirational speaker with people. And he's of, I think he's from Somalia. I have to double check. Forgive me on that one. But inshallah, you're going to find the most beautiful heart revival and it's going to be free. We're taking tickets. And so I'm going to be making sure that every sister who wants to get inside, reconnect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, reconnect with herself, gets access. And if you're curious about that, that sounds good to you. Check in the show notes. We might have that link right there where you can get in if you haven't already, or you can always DM me on Instagram and ask me for info. All right, let's dive in eight things you can do to improve your mental health oh by the way if you also guys don't know we have a website we have tons of free classes and courses and pdfs and we're adding to it constantly and like just revamping them um if you haven't already i want you to know this podcast is just the beginning we want to support your journey um www.mindful-muslima.com just pause here jot it down because you're going to want to make sure you get access to all the extra stuff as i move through things that you 
you can do. I mean, you get so much access to free help and why wait another day to not feel better? And these are all things that we make just for you as Muslim women. All right, so we should all give enough time and attention to our mental health and what better way to do that than to adopt some new healthy habits. Now we're really big on keeping things simple and not giving you additional work to do. So you're not gonna have anything like that. So everything we're gonna suggest today is super easy breezy. We might give one or two more complicated ones, but really not totally understanding that us women are already overwhelmed and that's the point. These are just little, little shifts in your life. And you know, there's a saying I've said many times, many littles make a lot. There's actually a whole story. That's where actually I got that tagline from of these two kings. And there was one king, he kept taking just a grain of rice, a grain of rice from the mill every time. And he was like, it's okay. It won't be a big deal. And nobody will notice. And I think he did it for like a year. Or he did it like two years or three years. And then there turned out there was this really, really huge pile. And you could visually see how many littles made quite a lot. And that could be very negative or that could be very positive, depending on what those littles are in your life. Little curses you're saying, little salahs you're missing, small or big, whatever it is. I mean, there's just so many things that we could say, are we doing that consistent thing? <laughs> Good things, like not just things that are harmful. So here today, we're going to be suggesting eight things that we could do in a positive way to increase and improve our mental health without killing ourselves, without just having another thing. So let's dive right in. So number one is adopting an upright posture. I know that sounds weird, but like, yeah, we're going there right away. So what happens is think about it. I want you to visually imagine yourself slumping. You might not realize it, but you might be a slumper. You might be a person who does not like to sit upright. I personally do not like to sit upright. I'm just going to say it straight up. I'm giving you suggestions that I myself should be doing, and I try, and I'm still trying. I'm just not always 100% good at it. But I remind myself that I need to do it. And because I know I don't want to do it, let me tell you what I do. <laughs> I purposely adjust my chair so that I'm forced to sit that way. I try to like move away from things that are cushiony, and I'm just going to slump into them. Because after a while, it's really, really not good for our health. It's time to stretch our muscles and, you know, just kind of put ourselves in a good positive posture because it actually reduces fatigue. So for the women that are like, yep, have no motivation, yep, struggling with getting myself going, well, how are you sitting? Are you sitting in a super relaxed way? Maybe you're not sitting at all. <laughs> Maybe you're trying to do all your homework from a laying position on the bed and then you end up passing out. I mean, could that be why? You know, so like we have to really focus on those little things and sitting up the right way. You might even be hunched over your phone or something right now as your computer as you're listening to me. How is your posture looking? So just one quick tip, it affects your mental health, all right? Number two, practice positive thinking. Now, a lot of people find that hard. I often get the question, how could I be a more positive thinker? Yes. Well, it's funny enough because I think a couple weeks ago I did that on Thrive. I actually went deep into that and, and, and with um, a cohort of women inside of there because I actually pulled out a lesson from the entire course I have. I have an entire course on emotional mastery and how to do it. And a lot of you guys know me. Um, my story was like I had breakdowns to the point of almost suicide. And people think, oh, you know, that doesn't happen to religious people. Who's sad? There's the prophet, peace be upon him, got to a point where he was almost suicidal when he lost the, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealing the Quran to him. He had a year of sadness. He had depression at one point. But it's how long did it last? That's the difference. Like keeping things and bringing yourself back. And I had my own breakdown. And so 
in that breakdown, I put my hands up in da'a and I asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I can't do this. I have kids. People have a lie on me. I have the whole community and I'm struggling. And it wasn't my, my lack of religiosity. I totally had faith in Allah. I knew what I, what I was supposed to be doing, but I was just so sad. I was just so stuck. I was just so upset and worried and felt all these different things based on things that were going on in my life. And I just couldn't get a hold of my emotions. And because of that, I couldn't be a good mom and I couldn't be a good wife. And I just felt even more horrible about that. It just like added to the anxiety I already had. And I'm like, now I'm accountable to Allah. And you know, like it just became worse and worse and worse. And so in one day, Put my hands up in du'a. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he led me to people. I had said, Ya Rabb, guide me to the right answers. I can't do this myself. And I'm in sujood and qiyam al-layl. Help me, which is another great tip, just bonus. A lot of qiyam al-layl will help you in your mental health a lot. If you can get yourself there, I know that's a, that's a stretch. That's probably like a bonus stretch, but that is really, really helpful and something that helped me a lot. And at the end of the day, learning how to be a positive thinker from the people that he pushed me to, the teachers and things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I now am able to pull myself out of any situation. If you're in Thrive, that might be down already because I think I did that one in September, but you can damn me. I do have a free class on mastering emotions that um, it's going to really help you understand your mind. If you guys are interested, you could always DM me on Instagram and we'll talk more about the resources I have on that. Number three suggestion is take a walk in nature. Um, I just put up something, I don't know, a couple weeks ago on a reel that talks about legit how your eyes move when you're walking and how they just kind of notice all the things around them and they just flick all around. And because of that, it just something inside your body. I can't remember the scientific way it works. And it just triggers something and it just makes you actually literally have endorphins that make you feel more positive it's crazy you know like so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you to go outside and to appreciate nature and reflect on life a lot of people look at these as jobs to do oh you know you should be doing that Quran said so oh you know guys there's so many hidden benefits sometimes there were points where I would study Islam I would get into the benefits and I would cry. I was like, Allah is just asking us to do this one thing. And we don't realize there's like 10 hidden benefits that would fix so many other problems in our life. But because we're too lazy or we're just procrastinating or we just don't feel like we have to because it's a sunnah, it's additional. And then we don't. It actually was a solution to so many of our problems. And I really learned now to pay so much more attention to those things and realize that they don't just make Allah happy. They make us happy. It's a gift from him that he gave it to us, not a, not an extra job to do. Number four, journaling after Fajr. Morning priming used to be, um, is, is some, excuse me, the most successful people in the world, they do it. That's where I learned it from, just from um, actually a lot of research on it. And including our prophet, peace be upon him, like he had his own morning priming routine. And it doesn't have to be with journaling, but I'm just saying like he had his own way of wake up in the morning and do his type of his prayers or his recitation of Quran and things like that. And I think it really behooves us to not realize that we're looking for answers for things that we have in our deen already. You don't have to go on YouTube and look at affirmations and morning routines that are like super special when the Prophet peace be upon him already had the idea of morning priming. So if you don't have that already in your schedule, that is huge. You guys know I have a free downloadable on the website. I think it's how to get rid of negative thinking fast. I even did an entire YouTube video on it because a lot of women had a lot of response and they loved it. And so I made a YouTube video. Um, I think it's, again, how to get rid of negative feelings fast. You can just look. It's like um, 
on my on my channel. I'll see if I could link it below. And if not, just DM me and I'll I'll, I'll lead you to it. Um, and at the end of the day, basically what happens is um, I took the PDF that I put up on my free resources section of my website, www.mindful-musma.com in there. And I showed you how I use it. I do it with these four points and it takes you from negative to positive emotions legit in like five minutes if you do it the right way and it just brings you into gratitude which also puts you in a better place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all within minutes it's amazing it's one of the best things I ever started doing so that's another one number five exercise you know it's funny the other day I was at home and I was feeling really tired and overwhelmed because something happened I think I was all the hosting of the family I think that's what it was what I was doing back I think um yeah back when they were here and my husband's like go to the gym I'll watch the kids. I was like, do I look like I want to go to the gym right now? I want to take a nap. He's like, but you know you need to go to the gym because you know you're going to feel better after you go to the gym. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're right. <laughs> and that's what it happens. When you go to the gym, it starts getting your adrenaline pumping and these positive, you know, endorphins. And all of a sudden you're mentally like, woo, I could do anything. But you just got to get yourself there. So if you are able to do it, it means everything. So here's the thing. When I say exercise, if you don't exercise at all, don't go to, to try to like go to an hour class. Even if it's 10 minutes, push yourself for 10 minutes and the next day do 11 minutes and the next day do 12 minutes. And as ridiculous as that sounds, there's a saying called, I think it's like the 1% rule by James Clear. If you just do 1% better every day, think about how you will be by the end of the year. Think about it. The many littles makes a lot thing going on, right? And if you don't, think about how inconsistent we are go to the gym this week next week don't go to the gym at all maybe i'm not even going at all for a month or whatever you don't have to go to the gym but you know what i mean like working out but as opposed to just consistently doing one percent better as as much as that seems insignificant it is massive by the end of the year what improvement you've made even within a month it's massive so don't don't hold back go there go take a walk your exercise could be taking a walk whatever it takes number six get enough sleep we all know that not having sleep ruins your next day. Like if you ever want to set yourself up for failure the next day, stay up all night and watch Netflix. Go right ahead. Feels really good in the moment. You got your tub of ice cream, you got your chips, you got your cookies, you're set up, you got your blankie, Netflix, and then you're like way too late. What happens? Next day, you miss Fezure or you're late on Fezure. And then the next and the next and the next. Women tell me about them doing it all the time. Um, one of the biggest things I ever did was I cut out my night routine. I know it's like our time, especially for moms, totally get that. I had to switch from being a night person to a morning person. I have my entire morning routine on YouTube. Just look it up. Muslim morning routine or mindful Muslim morning routine. I also have my evening routine because I explained that a good day starts the night before having yourself primed and prepped. These are all free resources, guys. I open up my home and I show you exactly what I'm doing. Check them out on our YouTube channel, Mindful Muslim. You're going to find my morning routine and my evening routine. But getting enough sleep is huge. What makes things worse is that 60 to 90% of patients with depression also have insomnia. These things are linked. So people who are not being able to get full rest, they're grumpy, they're groggy, and it makes life that much darker so get yourself some sleep and try to flip your routine my routines that i put up it's not about copying me it's about finding what works for you and that's always my motto so look at that from that lens number seven is keeping a gratitude journal thinking about the things that you love is so hard because you're constantly focusing on what's not working and that is huge so finding a time and by the way in my morning pdf thing with the four points i have gratitude in there just tucked right in the five minutes but if you feel like you want to go deep honestly it is so good I just start 
driving in the car. If you don't want to journal, I'm just like, Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbi, thank you for my kids. They're not sick right now. I know there are people with children who are sick. They even have like illnesses that are like, you know, they could cause death. Thank you Allah so much for the help that I have. And, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give shifa to all the children in the world. And you know, I start thinking about myself. I start making da'a for others. It's just so, so positive. And my last one, number eight, is take a check on who in your life is toxic and just get around more positive people. One reason I created the Thrive Community is because a lot of women don't have that. And I get that. It's really easy to go on a podcast and be like, just get some more positive friends. And you don't leave, live next to any Muslims or you are in a place where you feel like everyone around you is not practicing or toxic. I get you. And that's why I told you we're going to have the Ested come in do revival of the heart. We're there as women gathering every week, doing lives. I do halakas. I do revert classes. I'm with you. I know you don't have that community, so I create it for you because I've been there and I've had women ask me many times. And after doing this 25 years and hearing all your opinions, I know what you guys want. We have a beautiful team. Let me just shout a couple of them out. And I'm only gonna do a couple off the top of my head. I'm gonna say right now we have leaders of our mentorship team, Fiona and Nejma, shout out. We have also, we have an engagement team that works on just collecting the ideas of whatever you guys want in the forum and they put it in there. It's just legit all for you. We have Mu'mina and Cassandra. And both of those have a ton of team of women that are in there. We're currently in our mentorship cycle also. So shout out to the women in the mentorship cycle getting mentored by my team right now. We have so many other teams. We have one Quran teachers. We have fitness instructors. We have everything. And I just want to say how beautiful it is to see them work together. But yeah, tip number eight is literally get yourself around other people. It will do wonders for your mental health. If all you're around are people telling you what a mess up you are and what a disappointment you are and how you can't do anything right, how are you going to love yourself? How are you going to think well of yourself? You need to have people who will pick you up, not push you down, right? Love y'all for the sake of Allah. You have an amazing, amazing week. And I'll catch you with more tips on mental health and wellness and love and happiness and helping you thrive. Inshallah, bismillah. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.